0: Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman.
1: And we're back on the Blitz. Our number three, 713 780. ESPN is your number, 713 780 3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You are good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler. There you are at AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates 975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, Twitch.tv ESPN nine seven five and uh if you missed the first two hours some of what you missed you can go to espn 975com get the podcast on a little bit and of course we got on aliens sort of I was also saying fred have you gone over uaps and disclosure maybe those ancient astronaut theorists were on to something um well for one thing unidentified aerial phenomena is now what they're calling it what, what was wrong with ufo i was always okay with that Unless, because you can't really just say unidentified phenomena if it's not aerial. Like an unidentified flying object tells you what it is. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It's a, uh, as an ancient astronaut theorist, I don't think that the, as I recall from my days, you know, BC, when the aliens started coming around, there were a lot of sightings like this. Well, here we are. Now there's a bunch of sightings. We got the government talking about it now. And I wonder if it's... I wonder if it's because there's all these documentaries being made and they're just trolling us now. Oh, yeah, I'm a Navy pilot. I saw it. All right. Well, not sure where AJ is. I guess maybe he's already decided to leave. Yeah, maybe. Somebody was asking when he was leaving, and, and uh, technically I think it's August 1st. And then... Everybody asking well who's gonna replace him? I have no clue, guys. I really don't. Um I I I am so focused on trying to get this damn sports map elite across the finish line that I even had I haven't had a chance to even think about it really. And you know, I'm sure they'll let me know what their ideas are and we'll go from there. But you know, I, I'm I'm probably hanging around. We'll see. I mean I I think there's there's always that chance that I just decide, you know what? I don't want to work with any. I, I don't want to work with there anymore. He's such a putz, and now I got to work with this other putz. Yeah, that's that. That's all right.
2: It's okay. I've already taken the Aaron Rodgers route. I've been texting people all around the country, going, "Hey, come work here next." So you know, I'm setting up. I'm setting up my all-star team already.
1: Yeah, and they also. Man, I don't want to go back to 790 with you. That place sucks. Oh well. Hey guys. Hey, welcome. Welcome Sorry. to the
3: show. I was in a. I was in a management meeting.
1: Mm. how many important decisions are you making now
3: <laughs> i'm making very big important decisions right now about the long-term future of gal media there's a future yeah yeah well you guys don't have to worry about it but <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm, I'm well aware of that the new guys there's a big future ahead for them
1: yeah well that's uh, <laughs> uh that's i kid i kid of course uh, yeah this is how rumors get started that's true. You know? And that's okay. Go ahead and start rumors. That way you guys can speculate on whatever. Because I'm kind of curious. I'd, I'd like to hear the rumors because I, I have no clue what's going on. I don't know either. So, <laughs> And don't really want to. Just, uh, I'll just show up for work one day and they'll say, here, here's your new guy. And I'll go, uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, think it's time for me to leave. Or it will be like, oh, thank God. He's so much better
3: than AJ. It's going to be one of those two reactions. Um, Lamont says, "With AJ partnering up with RJ's crew, you mean to tell me it may be a chance I could hear AJ on six ten? I'm not sure if I'm mad or I'm laughing. I hear RJ's crew on six ten all the time. Seriously, I don't even know what capacity you'll be working in, but I do know a few of RJ's folks be on six ten. I won't be on six ten. That's not in my plans. Um,
1: yeah, I don't, I don't know because I don't, I don't listen. I know RJ does Sean's national show. Yeah, on the network, but." Yeah, I don't, I haven't heard any of the other guys, but I, I again, I don't listen very much, but my, my six ten listening experience, I, I, it, and really this kind of goes for everything. Like most of the time I'll start listening. And if in five minutes, it's not interesting to me, I'll flip over and see what the other guys are doing. What I found lately is at the same time, I'm hearing the same thing from everybody that they did the day before at the, like, like it basically 312, 610s doing the same thing they were doing yesterday. It's just, it, it's all. I, I've gotten to where I'm not even listening anymore. I'm trying to keep up with what's going on around, the, you know, with our station, with everybody else. But other than, I, I just don't find a lot of compelling stuff out there right now. Yeah. So.
3: I'm curious. So Seth Rogen came out today. I'm sure I don't know if he came out. No, he didn't come out of the closet. Okay. I kind of had been interested in that. But he said something today that I'm curious how you feel. (laughs) Seth Rogen says that the cancel culture, uh, comedians should stop complaining about cancel culture. He says, if you've made a joke that aged terribly, just accept it. And if you don't think it's aged terribly, then say that it's not worth complaining about. Do you think that that's the way people should approach? Because a lot of comedians, like, like people, are getting mad at them for jokes they told fifteen years ago, and of course they're complaining about cancel culture. Is it? Are we in a time where it's okay for a comedian to say oh, that joke was probably inappropriate? If I if I had to do it over again, I wouldn't make that joke without them being totally wiped off the face of the earth for an old joke.
1: Um, I, I think that's okay. I, I think both of us have done things and said things on radio 10 or 15 years ago. Oh, yeah. That, in retrospect, um, you know, I, I I think we're mistakes. And yeah. you, I'm not going to use the time as an excuse, but I also do think that we've become... You know, that when people start telling you, hey, this is offensive, Yeah. then you adjust and... So, yeah, I, I think – I don't have a problem with comedians saying that. I I don't think we should be roasting them for stuff like that. But, you know, I you know how I feel about cancel culture and all that crap. I mean, I think – I I try, I try not to ever get mad at anybody for trying to be funny and failing. Yeah. Because nobody is better at trying to be funny and failing than me.
3: And I try – yeah, I, and I try to learn. I, I try to change with the times. Like, there was a time when I – we played a, a a game show on my show that – I mean, it had – a big sounder it had a big voice guy and it was uh our word love connection and yeah. it was it was too it was me trying to make uh to to hook up and to two even, mentally challenged people and you can't even say the word now. and have them have <laughs> sex but but at the time big voice guy did it and he was like it's love connection yeah. it's betarded love connection And I mean, and, and here's your host, AJ. I mean, and like now I would, I would obviously never do that because I'm not looking to lose sponsors and things like that. But at the time that was, I don't, I don't know if it was acceptable, but it was, I I mean, it was certainly more accepted than it is now. I never got calls or, well, I did get some calls and complaints, but never like sponsors threatening to back out or anything like that. It it is just what it was. That was the show. And you learn, but and and I guess what Seth Rogen's saying like, I, I accept that that probably was a bad call. We had some fun with it, but it, probably not something I would do now. There's no point in me complaining that I can't play that game anymore. Right? Yeah. I, that well, that, that because part that's part of not going to change.
1: I I agree with you. Know what? Be creative and come up with another game.
3: Yeah. You're not going to defeat cancel culture. You're just not. So if if you think something's wrong you've got you, you've just got to own it and it,
1: when I was first in radio I, I was quoting Spicoli all the time with those guys are words you can't say anymore yeah and I, in in retrospect yeah I do I I regret using that word I do now at the time you know that it was people were doing it all the time it was coming right yeah I, I you know me I quote movies all the time on this show always have there's a lot of movies I probably can't quote anymore probably not blazing saddles no <laughs> oh but you know that's that's so i i agree with him quit whining about it i i wish people would you know that it's like it's it's sort of like these people who want to be internet sleuths which they should have stopped with that is why you don't bleep with cats those people did a good job those ones that did the hotel thing that, that was just terrible but now everybody's going trying to find stuff to dig up on somebody. Yeah. And it's... You know, everybody has done something. Everybody. It, it, you... Feel free to dispute me on this. Everybody of every race has made some kind of joke either about somebody else or their own race at some point that in no way would be acceptable now.
3: Well, not me, but um, mm. everybody else.
1: All of us have. There's not a single person. Oh. and And I've made a lot of jokes about... Yeah, you know, my people that are inappropriate, and, and I just I think at some point, fortunately, I'm not famous enough for people to hang on to those things, right? But yeah, if you go dig up some of the old Matt Dean shows, I, I would quote Spicoli all the time. I used to, I used to do my I, I I probably can't do my voice anymore that was modeled after a poo. <laughs> I I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I
3: think you did that like a week ago. No, it was a couple of weeks ago. Oh. It's a, yeah. <laughs> Well you, in context, you, you I, have evolved in the last couple of weeks. I, I mean I don't do it all the time.
1: <laughs> um but yeah. I mean I drop that out every now and then. <laughs> but and IoT says R.I.P. comedians find other work. I, I don't I don't think it's the death of comedy. It's just like everything else. We all have to evolve. Yep. And you know, I I've I think with a lot of comedians not being able to do anything for a year, I think people are overly sensitive both ways. Like I saw this thing where there have been like more incidents involving flight attendants on
3: Southwest. Getting, oh, some lady got her teeth knocked out. Yeah. Well, it says a flight attendant. I don't know. It may have been a man flight attendant. Yeah,
1: but I thought it was a lady. But I, I, I think that the whole last year has people so... Like, you know what? I'm, I'm legitimately worried about Dodger fan and Astro fan tonight. Yeah. It's just everybody is so on edge from when they fly now about masks and everything else and, you know, cancel culture versus comedians and, you know, I I, I think we need an enemy again. <laughs> I, I think we need the Soviets back. Maybe we can all come together <laughs> then. That would do it. All right. We break. It's the Blitz on ESPN ninety seven five
0: ninety two five. This is the Blitz, the Blitz. on ESPN 97.5 You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
1: And we are back on The Blitz. Yeah, see, we were talking about... I, I know somebody out there will remember this. When Reggie White was testifying... I think he was testifying over something. And he started going through the all the different races. And he didn't, didn't catch a lot of grief for it, but a lot of people kind of called him out on it. But it was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, no, I don't remember that for some reason. Uh, well, it shouldn't have been before your time. No,
3: I mean, I, I mean, I remember basically all of Reggie White's career. But I uh, mean,
1: I'm not. Jeter being asked at what point does evolving just end up being milk toast pandering? Though, that, well, that's the thing. You, I I think there needs to be common sense from everybody. Like not everything you say is can be canceled okay but you know i also think you have to be willing to to listen it's called compromise which no offense none of you guys want anything to do with everybody's everybody wants to be right about everything and so it has to be this or it has to be that what
2: Ricky Bobby had it best. Say whatever the hell you want, just say with all due respect in front of it, and you're get yeah. out of jail free card. I
3: don't. I think Ricky Bobby was wrong on that one. Though. No, he was
2: 100 percent right. I, it, uh, it, it, he was a champion.
3: I know, but now he woke
2: up every morning to piss excellence.
3: Yeah, but where's Talladega Nights 2? Have you asked yourself
2: that? Some movies don't need a sequel. <laughs> I'm kind of glad they didn't
1: sequelize that one. Oh, I am too. I mean, I, I, thought it, I thought it was great standalone. Just like I've always said about The Matrix, standalone. Should have left the first one alone. So, yeah, we, oh. I, I want you to find this. Somebody said it was a sermon that he was doing. Oh, so that's that's very Easterbyish. ish I'm not making this up, am I? I mean, he really did say all this stuff.
2: No, it's, I just can't find video of it. Uh, I think there's just articles art- about it.
3: Okay, well, there's got to be audio. Hey, uh, I've got some breaking news.
2: <laughs> the hats that we talked <laughs> about.
3: The hats we were talking about in the first segment. New Era has pulled the entire line of local market hats from their website. So, you had about a three-hour window to get your hands on those hats. And now they're gone for good. Now uh, they're uh, limited edition. That Now they're collector's items.
1: That's... We just got trolled so big time. Listen, so that New Era could
3: get uh, free advertising. Jeez. You know what they need to do? Everybody should hire someone whose job is to figure out, will we get roasted on social media if we post this? Like, if if we put these hats out on Twitter.com, what will the people say on social media? What will the reaction be? It would be it would behoove to use a Joel Blank word. It would behoove a, a company to to hire someone like that. Is that a cal term? Behoove. Well, and we would build a wall around. <laughs> That's a cal term. Uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, it, it's crazy to think about. Think about how many levels of decision makers this had to go up before New Era was like, all right, let's do it. Let's do these things. Mm. and now after two and a half hours they're like kill the whole thing let's, let's get it out of here this was a bad idea like how did no one else figure out that it was a bad idea before twitter told them it was a bad idea i'm applying
2: for that job august 1st that, i mean that's a good job to have
3: august 1st is i think a saturday though yeah. There like there's gonna be no one in the office yeah you're gonna have to re-
1: commit sooner i'll yeah. be outside and, and and two, we, i'll be outside
2: two. their offices waiting yeah uh-huh. Because that's what I think about. Even before I send a stupid tweet, I go, okay, what's the good things that can come? What are the bad things that can come? And most times, there's the out, the bad outweighs. I'm like, eh, just delete it. It's not that funny.
1: Um, Pelly said, he said he's, the Japanese and other Asians are inventive and can turn a television into a watch, is what Reggie White said. Oh. Uh, yeah. The, it, it, Kempson gave me the whole quote. When you look at the Asian, the Asian is very gifted in creativity and invention. If you go to Japan or any Asian country, they can turn a television into a watch. They are very creative. That was in nineteen ninety eight. You were
3: you weren't a child in ninety eight. Uh I was gradu I graduated high school in ninety eight. Okay. I guess I just wasn't paying attention. Mm.
1: So, yeah, I, he he did a whole bunch of stuff like that. And man, if he did that now, well it'd be quite the miracle because he's dead. But you know you would get totally destroyed for that yeah and he says he's i'm wondering what the end destination of comedy will look like in such a chaotic social environment i I think the more the the thing that it does it benefits the more creative people who can continue to be edgy and funny and ahead of all the other stuff that people are getting canceled for, and that limits things a little bit but is that necessarily a bad thing I mean, you can. I've always said you can be funny and paint a picture in a different way without actually saying it. An example would be like, you know, if I want to say that the Chiefs treated the, you know, if I wanted to say that the Chiefs had sexual intercourse with the Texans when they beat them in the second half. But wanted they made sweet, sweet love. But to him. wanted to make it uh, more forceful than that. Okay, I would just say they treated him like Ed Norton in the shower in American History X. You get the same visual, right? And I think that's that's a thing. That's a pretty inappropriate joke. But I never
3: said anything, right? Yeah, I mean, you're I, the one who made it inappropriate <laughs> in your head. That's what you can tell them. Well, and that's you took my normal joke and you uh, you you demonized it. But um, yeah, I mean, just. Uh, you know, I, I mean,
1: I, you just have to... I'm not saying you dance around things. You just paint a different picture. Does that... That works. Yeah. And, I, you know, so, yeah, I can't talk about... Uh, I'm You know, while I can't use the British cigarette word anymore, it doesn't mean I can't make jokes. Uh, Dick Willis said, do you remember when Dr. Phil tweeted, if a girl is drunk, is it okay to have sex with
3: her? I, I don't. don't remember that. I
1: don't remember that, No.
3: And I don't. I mean, I don't know what the consensus was, but I'm going to go ahead and go. Probably not.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a hard no. Don't do that. <laughs> Actually, literally a hard no. Um, not wise, guys. KB says you can be funny just by saying one fish, two fish. That that tells the most. That's one of the most unintentionally hilarious things I've ever seen. That is pretty funny for, it, it, for no good reason.
3: One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish.
1: And it's not just. It's not just what he says. It's the way he's dancing around the stage, yes. like. You know, I mean, he's 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 pacing and stalking, and it's just, it, it's so weird. It's so weird. I love it to death. That's funny right there. Um, You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> uh, and I, one other thing, too, this, this, to me, context is so important to what people say, and we have to be careful with that sometimes because you know, a lot of what we do is like, oh, did you see the story about this guy? Well, what was the context in which he said it? And... You know, there is, there's certain ways you can say words where they can be, they have completely different meanings. And, you know, so, so context is always important. It's hard to judge a person's intent. It's like that lady we're talking about that was reading the passages out of Tom Sawyer. Yeah. Was she focusing on that word every time she did it and slowing it down to emphasize it? If she was, that's much different than, you know, okay, I'm just reading the book. Yeah, no, I agree. So, um, but yeah, and I was, you can't give context on Twitter. No, you really can't, but that's, you know, what Twitter is Twitter is back in my day. We had these things called bumper stickers Yeah, that, and, and all it was is, and, and, and let's be honest, if your person has a bumper sticker on your car with some kind of slogan, um, yeah. there's nothing at all in the world that is useful that you can find on a bumper sticker that's twitter it's it's the same thing it's It's hundred and twenty characters instead of three words. love not war yeah, okay uh guess what? I can't get laid or go to war, so your your bumper sticker means nothing to me but but i, I mean twitter is is that's what it is you, you don't there's no thought to it. it's like if you're this, you're this. it's like um and I always talk about bottom um uh I always talk about the guys on Twitter who basically they make false comparisons. Or if you're this, you're that. And it's just dumb, and there's no thought to it. And there is subtlety in context of things, but nobody wants to hear that because nobody has time. Nobody wants to think for themselves. Nobody well, ma- I sure don't. Well, I mean, you, you'd rather... It's hard. but it, it, Especially <laughs> if you had a long day, you sit down in the car, you're driving home, somebody says, basically gives you a bumper sticker slogan, you say, hey, that sounds pretty good. That's what I'm using today. Yeah. So... Please, says oh Lord, the baby on board logos are coming back. Uh, yeah, you know what? Because when I see that, I drive completely different. Boy, yeah, you know, right before I saw that baby on board, I was going to slam right in the back of your vehicle for no reason
3: that whatsoever. Was plan. I well,
2: was going to floor it. The problem is the ones that are stickers are stupid because the whole point of the baby on board sticker was if you were in a car accident and incapacitated. <laughs> firefighters knew to go looking for said child. And when my brother was going through the fire academy, like a year after that, there was a firefighter in some town that died because somebody, somebody thought a baby on board sticker was funny. Didn't have a kid. Well, the car was on fire and he was searching, trying to find a baby car blew up, killed him. Uh-huh. That was the original point of baby on board stickers is that if I'm incapacitated and I'm in an accident, you need to find a child that was supposed to be in this vehicle. And that's why they used to be the pull down thing over the mirror or over the, uh, the window.
1: except here's the thing people leave the sign there whether the baby's on board or not yes because
2: they're stupid
3: and well it's tough to get a uh, bumper sticker off
1: no i'm just saying
3: (laughs) but yeah i i have
1: no well you just totally brought the show down with that story didn't you? yeah way to go aaron dude that was that that really was that was just one of the
2: i mean that's just that's where they came from i know the history of things
1: yeah you know maybe you should have lightened that one up a little bit you know because in this day and age people are going to frown on that story because it's depressing and it's not uplifting and we have to be uplifting
2: uh flip these
1: uh how about my kids beat up your honor rolls too? those are funny the one my my money and my daughter go to texas a&m or whatever those are so pretentious it's like oh my daughter's a texas a&m and i'm rich oh, bite me
3: I got to tell you guys about TGS on a happier note. Save yourself some money with TGS insurance. Listen. Uh guys, it, it's so simple. And if you're like me, you probably have no idea what you're paying for your homeowners insurance now. I hadn't I literally had no clue. I, I wasn't even in the ballpark. And then I texted the word money to 232323. TGS asked for my address. They'd already done the shopping for me. They'd already they've already uh they've already shopped all the uh all all, all the homes in our area. So they knew what I could be paying. Then they they sent me the uh, the quote within 15 seconds, and I was what? I, I was I saved over a thousand dollars a year, thousand bucks a year. I was overpaying. Why? I'm getting A rated insurance now with TGS, same as I was before. I'm just paying less. The average customer saving nine hundred dollars a year. Why wouldn't you save that money if you could? It's so simple. They'll take care of the back end. They'll get you refunded on your old policy. Start you saving money right away. Text money to 232323. 23 23. Start saving now with TGS Insurance.
0: Bet. Come on. It ain't hard to see we different. So what you doing ain't bothering me. I'm consistent. You can put my name in. This is ESPN 97.5. Real fun sports. Let's get ready to rumble. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are
3: back on The Blitz. I was just reading Charlie Daniels quotes uh, during the break.
1: Rockets Vic basically uh, tweeted at us with a sticker that you, couldn't have on, you probably can't have on your car these days. Somebody says, I love animals because they're delicious. <laughs> okay funny ones yeah i i mean i i can be talked into some of them uh, just the one that yeah, it's the ones that get me are the the political slogans and the you know I, I, i'm not going to get into any of them because it's just gonna it'll piss off half the audience yeah and that way you guys can guess which half <laughs> and mostly most likely you'll all be offended but it's uh it, that that's kind of the problem with twitter too though it's just it's it you know like i, I my dad used to have a shirt like free mustache rides for certain women so you can't wear that anymore
3: i wear that shirt yesterday <laughs> eh. hey uh, i've got good news for houston sports fan yes this is breaking news it is kind of breaking okay, news give us the breaking do-do, news do-do, do-do, do-do. are you familiar with christian wood i am well he won a, he won an award today fred no kidding Yep. He won the fourth place award for most improved player this year. Man, if he'd only stayed come healthy, on, he might have got right? third. Fourth place. Gosh, if he only stayed healthy, AJ. He got he got 10 second place votes and 14 third place votes. Julius Randle of the Knicks. Got, oh, come on. He got 98 out of 100 really? votes. It's not like they made the playoffs. Or, oh, they yeah. did. Okay. All right, so but Jeremy Grant got two first place votes. He plays on the Pistons, and they stink. Yeah, but Christian Wood, your fourth place. Who thought? Who thought that? Huh? Well, who that, thought we would. That has got to be the highest any Rocket finished in anything this year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Name one that finished higher. Uh, well, no one. You can't. I mean, so I mean listen. they don't
2: have Victor Oladipo anymore. I'd say he finished highest in medical bills for the year.
3: Well, that's true. I think he still may have finished the highest for that. In DNPs, I, I think he ranked. Uh, so, congratulations, Rockets fan. Uh, like, you won a prize. Now, it's it's not like winning first place in something, but it... Hey, 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 listen, this is the Rockets, okay? Yeah. It's like the Texans. There is no first place. We're trying to, The Rockets, we're trying to save our one first place for the draft lottery. That's when That's when the Rockets really want to step up and get first place. That would be good.
1: But you That's know what, the time to do it. You know what's going to happen, though? Uh, they're not going to get in that bottom four. I promise Probably you. Probably not. So, um, yeah.
3: All right, Fred. What's going to happen with the Los Angeles Dodgers? What is going to happen? Will they be champions over your Houston Astros, or will the Astros defy the odds and defeat their two best pitchers in the next couple days? What's going to happen? Well... Are those my only
1: two options? Yes. Are, are, are series
3: champions, Dodgers, ah. or series champions, Astros. Because we am kind of feeling split here. Oh, that would be really awful. <laughs> that would be really awful. Then there would be no champion. Well, I, I'm kind of feeling like... And doesn't the series sound a lot more meaningful when you say there's a champion at the end of the series? Well, yeah, but like, is there? Well, listen, the Rangers... Rangers were the champions. They were the life. champions, and they're trying to win that silver boot. Yeah, what but, but, are the Dodgers and Astros playing for? The golden trash can. Mm, I like it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, uh, the ESPN ninety-seven-five Twitter audience agrees with you, Fred. Because I put up a poll earlier this morning of what is it, what's going to be the record from the series. They're going to split, and forty-five percent say split.
3: Hmm. That's the that would be very disappointing. What it? It's two games. No. I mean, it's it's you know what what's exciting. What that means on when we come to work on Thursday, we're either saying meh. Or we're saying the Astros are the worst or the Astros are the best. That's what we want, right? Mm. That's what sports radio mm. listeners that's what want. You, that's what you want. They want like us that. to go crazy. Well. If the Astros sweep the Dodgers and they win the championship of this series in two games, I think it will be undeniable that they're the World Series favorites. Correct or incorrect? Uh yeah. undeniable yeah. in yeah. undeniable of course it's deniable everything's deniable
1: even the truth is deniable oh okay but um uh, please i'm playing for the golden trash can how about this since they all want to move here let's play for the golden triangle
3: oh how about that yeah the, the dodgers living. win then all
1: the la people move
3: there la guy ain't trying to live in the 409 he I'm just, I'm trying to get fed to gators real quick. i yeah, will care
1: of them. I'm just trying to give them a little true experience of what Texas is like and maybe uh, convince them that they shouldn't be here. Cause if I think, I think they'll go over there and find out that, uh, oh. you know, maybe it's uh, a little different than they we're
3: expecting. Um, this news from Adam Schefter, we saw the, um, the organized team activities. You saw, I don't know if you've been watching Like we've had sports center on in here throughout the day, but Jordan love taking snaps at, uh, at, the Packers yeah. facility. Yeah. Well, Adam Schefter just tweeted out, Aaron Rodgers wasn't the only Packer missing at organized team activities today. So were Green Bay's top five wide receivers, Devante Adams, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Alan Lazard, Devin Funchess, and Equiminius St. Brown were all absent. So Jordan Love had to work with a makeshift wide receiver. Dude, crew. See,
1: you know what? Uh, they have not given Jordan Love any weapons to work with. Be-
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do you invest a first-round pick in a guy and then give him nothing, nothing to work with and organize team activities? Come on, you know what they need to do. They need to bring back Eddie Lacy and turn him into a wide receiver. He's wide, all right. <laughs> the widest receiver. <laughs> Jeez. Uh. So
1: uh. Four hundred nine says, "Keep us out of this. We don't need any California." Hey, look, we don't. We're full here. We can't take any more here. Austin can't take any more. Somebody's got to do it. Dallas you yeah, ever see nobody wants to live in Dallas there's there's charm in East Texas you know I, I I I like it over there I don't I don't want California people there but I think they'll come over there and find out maybe this, this is not for them um see that uh this might be of interest to you because I'm guessing now that you'll be in uh, Las Vegas you'll be able to fly to Portland a lot easier um, A's maybe be uh, looking at Portland as a possibility. Mm-hmm. In addition well, it'd be a lot change.
3: easier if they would just look at Las Vegas as a possibility.
1: Well, they already have; they've already had that conversation. But you, you, you've got to get a bid going. You can't just say, oh, you know what? We're going to move to Vegas." Now, I, I think the franchise value would be much higher in Vegas than it would be in Portland. No,
3: listen, Portland won't; they're, they're not going to care about baseball. Portland's a weirdo town. It really is, and I mean that with peace and love. All they care about is that basketball team and soccer. Yeah, they don't like football. They don't like baseball. they' there's. They're not going to care.
1: Well, they spend a bunch of money on a baseball
3: stadium. They're yeah, like,
1: that's that's what matters to the team. How much but money I, can we? I make? did
3: say, I agree with you. I th- I think that Vegas would have a hard time supporting an uh, an MLB team. One hundred sixty two games or eighty one games a year. I guess it, it seems unlikely. I think it's a lot easier for. I, I think it, Vegas would be a better town for an NBA team assuming they would share the arena with the with the hockey team. But um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe Vegas is just the new boom sports town. And, and all these years that they were like, you we can't move a sports team to Vegas. Well, all these teams are like, well, now that we can, we could make a lot more money there.
1: It's just I don't know that you can long term. I, I don't know that you have the population to support all of them. And I mean, you have the advantage of people will travel to go there. Yes. And... But that that runs out at some point too, because not everybody's going for every sport. No, and I think the best and worst. But thing there's a
3: lot of corporate dollars in that town. Th-
1: there are, but there's also com- competing corporate dollars in terms of, uh, you know where they're gonna they're gonna do stuff with say BetMGM will probably whoever they partner up with, which I think they're already partnered with with the Knights. Well, they're partnered with the Raiders too, I believe. Uh, but that means you can't get William Hill or all these others. Yeah. So it's, it's, there's money there is just also, it's a competitive thing. It's like, if you have Chevron here, you can't have Valero. Um, and I think that's, uh, and that's the thing. Most of it is casino corporate dollars, but I, I, I think that what the best and worst thing that happened was the golden Knights because they came in and everybody saw, wow, look how great this city is with a sports team. Well, that was also the first one that, and they've been wanting one forever and it just ingratiated itself perfectly with the people. We really haven't had a chance to see that with the Raiders yet because they haven't had fans. Right. And I think this is the year where we'll see that, but I I don't know that you're going to replicate that with an NBA team and a baseball team because those guys have a foothold now, but we'll see. Cold take Jim can't just dump the A's on Reno. I guess I'm, I'm one of the only people that, that likes Reno. It, it it it's like it's like old Vegas. I've never been. Yeah, it, it's you would hate it because it's dirty and scummy and it's just a bunch of degenerates. It's just my people. So it's just about the gambling there, though. It's not about people dressed up as Spider Man in the street or any of that stuff or shows or I mean they have shows, but it's I mean. If you're doing a show in Reno, it's it's been a bad life. So, but it, I I don't know. Of course, I haven't been now in like 17 years, so maybe it's changed. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's gotten nice, and I'll hate it like Austin. Maybe I'll try it when I'm when when I'm living up that way. That's still like a three-hour flight to Reno from Vegas. A flight is three hours. Yeah, it's, it's well, maybe not maybe not that much, but it's longer than you think.
3: Jeez.
1: Well, no, because it's it's like you have to fly there, and then if you're going to to uh, Tahoe, it's an hour long drive from. The Reno Airport, okay. But I think the flight's longer than now. I got to look. It's that a
3: seven-hour drive. Okay, so it's not quite three hours. It's now. probably an hour and a half flight. Yeah, with the hour drive tacked on. So yeah. Well, what if I'm just going to Reno? I'm not going to Tahoe. Then it's not as bad. I'm just going straight to Reno, baby. Live my best life there.
2: Yeah, yeah hour fifty. Hour,
3: hour hour twenty, according to this.
1: Okay, so hour twenty, and then it's like an hour and twenty on the drive. So I was I was factoring in the
3: drive to get to Tahoe. Yeah. Well, some of us aren't fancy enough to go to Tahoe, Fred.
1: Well, it's like I, I like to go there. I'd like to go to Reno and gamble, and then I'd head over to Tahoe to go skiing. Okay. Back when I used to ski. You're very wealthy. <laughs> now, That's that was, a rich man's game. That was a long, snow skiing. That was a
3: long-ass time ago, Hoffman. Snow skiing in Lake Tahoe. That's a big flex right there
1: after he gambled away some money. Make
2: sure that we have the lackeys bring along the hot chocolate when we're in the chalet after skiing.
1: Uh, Not quite like that, dickweed.
3: (laughs) Jeez. Uh, That was a very long time ago. Fred's picking up guys at Home Depot to rub his feet after a long, hard day on the slopes.
1: No. No. Not like
3: Deshaun would. He didn't ask him to play with his butthole or anything. He just asked Mm -hmm. him to rub his feet.
1: <laughs> Alright, let's take a break mercifully. It's The blitz on ESPN 975925.
0: This is the Blitz on ESPN 975. Ain't no mercy. for soccer matters with Glenn Davis is ESPN 975 and we are back on the
1: blitz last segment of the day believe it or not so yeah apparently downtown's nuts now with the you know with the full I knew I was gonna be that way with a full house that's why I'm I'm definitely over
3: se- over under
1: arrests at the game tonight. oh God I gotta tell you from just the way people are reacting. I'm gonna say 37. Okay, it's the number I'm gonna put on it.
3: Will any local radio hosts be involved in a battle?
1: Uh, no. Okay, because like the one who would talk all the crap would
3: run like a little bitch. Okay, so yeah, Charlie Palillo. <laughs> mm. Is John going tonight? Does John have uh, diamond
2: seats? I don't know. I don't know if he can get his bicycle there. I don't know I think if they he, have parking I, I, for his
3: bicycle. He said the Greeks fixed his tire. John got his truck towed. I heard them talking about it this morning. And I think, remember I said yesterday, I think John thought that I intentionally locked the tailgate. But, like, in my truck, if you don't unlock, like, then the, the tailgate won't unlock. Hmm. So it was unintentional, but he he was salty about it. I knew he was going to be. I knew it. Yeah, because that's the kind of thing you
1: would do. I, I, I mean, I know you would do that, but, or at least people think you would do it. I don't know that you yeah. actually would.
2: How does he not know how to put the spare tire on his vehicle? You'd be surprised. I think man. he
3: does, but he was saying, like, uh, it's hard to get out and it's a lease, so he didn't want to, like. That's
1: what Deshaun said.
3: Yeah. I don't think Deshaun ever said that. <laughs> he literally just pull the towel and it's
1: out. <laughs> it's a lease. There it is. <laughs> Oh man! Um, all right, do you want to do a little uh, stupid stuff? No, not stupid no, stuff. It's, uh, not, uh, this, uh, it's uh, hey man, bleep. You're, you're way ahead. ahead. I know. Fred, you're I'm thinking. Way ahead. It's, i think way ahead. Help mean. me out. All right. Maybe you should go first while I regroup. I, go
3: for it, Aaron. I don't want to go first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, well, a innovator, an engineer, recently at London's Royal College of Art and Imperial College decided that humanity looks down at our phones way too much. And I think we can all agree with that. Everybody, everywhere you go, even dinner tables, people are just staring at their phone. But instead of, you know, coming up with something to deter people from looking at their phones, uh, he actually, or she actually, designed a camera that you're supposed to wear on your forehead that will look forward for you so you can stare at your phone as you're walking. I saw this, yeah. Natural selection exists for a reason. Stop trying to make things so people stop getting run over by cars because they're too stupid to look up from their phones or they stop falling off a cliff because they're too stupid to look up from their phones. Natural selection has always existed. It's just, did you get too close to the furry kitty? Oh, yeah. It was an actual tiger and ate you. Okay, now it's, do you look at your phone too much and walk off a cliff? Eh, Sucks to be you. All
3: it needs is, like, it needs to buzz. Like, when you're you're driving and you get on those rumble strips, it's like, oh, I better... uh, I better stop playing on the Facebook and get back to driving. So maybe that could be a feature on phones.
2: Or just let the dumbasses die. Well, you could do that. I mean, if you're that stupid, uh, humanity will be okay without you. Hey, man, f*** that. Um, Here's something
3: that I hate. I hate when zoos let animals escape from the zoo. Uh, At them? You've got one job. You're a zookeeper. Yes, keep the animals in the zoo. That's literally in the. I I often ask this of my uh, of my catcher uh, when when like especially on the bad team, I'll ask him what 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 position do you play, and he says catcher, and I say, it, it's in the job. It's it's in the name of the job. Just do it. Zookeeper, keep them in the zoo. A zoo in Wisconsin said. An alligator is on the loose. But don't worry. It's a very docile alligator. Come on, zookeeper. An alligator named Rex is missing from his zoo since Saturday. He's been there for 35 years, and he's, quote, typically very docile and unlikely to pose a danger to the public. Uh, maybe he doesn't they- go hunt for his food. He's never had to do that. I don't think he knows how. I got news. He'll learn real quick when he gets hungry. And they they say he's got severe arthritis in his jaws, making it very difficult to open his mouth more than an inch. And you think, wow, that must make things very difficult on him. Yet somehow he escaped your zoo with no problem. His arthritis didn't slow him down there, did it? To that I say, hey man, f- that
1: come on, man. Yeah, yeah, he's so docile that he tried to get away from you. Yeah, uh, I don't think docile animals are going to run off.
2: Quit letting them escape. I have a recent obsession with alligators. Still, nope. <laughs> All
1: right, well, this one, uh, this is another one that these are studies that people do that make no sense to me. This one comes from the World Health Organization. And the International Labor Organization. Now, why would those two get in bed together? So they can provide us with this little child. A global study that claims long working hours are killing around 745,000 people a year. Working 55 hours or more per week is a serious health hazard. It's time that we all, governments, employers, and employees, wake up to the fact that long working hours can lead to premature death. Do we really need a study for this? Yes, if you work your ass off and work a bunch of hours and work hard jobs, your life's not going to be as long. Here here's another just a cause and effect thing. You probably drink more, like I do, or you do drugs Touché. on things like that, and yes, your life is shorter. Do I really need you to go and just kind of come up with a rando number of 745,000 people and tell me this? No. No, I don't. I know if you people who work over 55 hours a week probably aren't going to live as long. It's just like the one 100-year-old person said, Bitches I should be tired. I'd do a shot of whiskey every day. That's why I'm 100 years old. Yeah, guess what? That doesn't tell me anything either. So to that, I say, hey, man, that. All right. Got a little soccer matters with Glenn tonight, huh?
3: Yeah, we do, tonight and tomorrow. Nice. Going back
1: to back. Oh, yeah, because he did not have one. Yeah, he uh, took a week off last week. Uh, Tracy said, South Reno is very bougie, no degenerates anymore. Country clubs and fancy neighborhoods these days. The Californians
3: have taken over there too. That's where what? I'll be living, South Reno.
1: What? South oh. South of
3: Reno, but still. Oh, I'm not going to that fancy place. That fancy Reno.
1: That you know what? That breaks my heart. That's the second saddest thing I've heard today,
3: besides the alligator getting out of this. No,
1: that was, that was. I'm happy for the alligator. <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys. Can't eat. I think he'll do fine. Thanks to Casa do Brasil yes, thank for you giving us some grub.
3: Much. That was good. Aaron, you got a second meal coming, huh? No, I ate it all. You ate the whole thing? Yeah. Oh, you're a man. Jeez. You're a manly man. Look at you. Puff your chest
1: I'm out. not hungry
2: for my dinner that I brought. But That's I'm... all right. You don't
3: need that dinner no. anyway. Your wife cooked that dinner?
2: Uh, no, I made it a couple days ago. Oh, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I actually planned for this. I didn't eat anything today. I won't be eating anything tonight either.
2: I had a fried pork chop that was going to go bad that I was going to scarf down, but... No, yeah. yeah, you just feed it to the alligator that yeah. escaped yeah. the
1: zoo. Exactly. <laughs>
2: All right, that's gonna do it.
1: Hope everybody has an awesome evening. Enjoy the games tonight. Till tomorrow. Stay sportsy, bitches. Take me
0: far from me. Yeah. This is Heisman Trophy winner Troy Smith, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5. Go Bucks.